Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today is Friday, June 1st, and I am so excited to be here today. I am actually in Iowa right now for the Homeschool Iowa Convention, which started on May 31st and runs through tomorrow. So you're, if you're anywhere near the Coralville Marriott Conference Center, come on out. Um, Saturday's going to be a great day. Today's going to be a great day. I would love to, uh, to hug your neck. Also, today's podcast is being sponsored by Covenant Eyes. We will link back to that and I will give you a little bit more um, in-depth explanation as to what Covenant Eyes is and how it can help your family. But in the meantime, my awesome friend Sheila Gregoire is on the show with me today and we're going to be talking about how to talk to your daughter about puberty. This is a topic that we really need to talk about. So many mothers uh, message me and send me questions for Mailbox Monday and this is a topic of incredibly uh, I think a lot of fear and frustration, but Sheila's going to help us out. So stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So before we get uh, really into today's subject, I want to let those of you know with young children that today's topic is kind of a sensitive topic. We're going to be talking about puberty and development. We're going to be using words that uh, that are, well... We're going to be using appropriate words. <laughs> so if this is something that you're not sure you want your kids listening to, now's a great time to say, you know what, I'm going to listen to this uh, in a little while when I don't have little ears around me. All right. So you guys have been listening to me for very long. You know, I love Sheila and her ministry. I've had her on my podcast before. Sheila is an author and a speaker and a podcaster in her own right. She has a great message for young mothers, especially she speaks to marriage and uh, pornography. I, I love this woman, and I'm so excited to have her back on, particularly to talk about this topic. So Sheila, welcome to the show. Thank you, Heidi. And I just want everyone to know that I am here because I am the biggest failure in this department. <laughs> and that, that's how I got started talking about this is because I did it so badly with my own girls. See, everybody feels better right off the, right off the bat because we, we do this like avoidance, you know, this avoidance thing, this little technique that we do and it doesn't work. No, it totally doesn't work. And I mean, I, when, when my oldest daughter was young, what someone told me was just when they ask questions, then you tell them stuff at age appropriate levels. But the problem was my daughter never asked any questions. <laughs> so, oh, that's a problem. Yeah. And so when she was about 10 and a half, I took her away on this weekend and um, I told her, you know, all about sex and we listened to these recordings and stuff. But the problem was it stressed purity so much at that age that she saw sex as a really negative thing. Because you know what? When a kid is 10 years old, if you tell them God designed sex to only be in marriage and you need to promise that, you know, you'll only ever have sex in marriage, they'll go, I will never have sex at all. That is disgusting. Like, they will promise <laughs> anything, right? Like, he does what with what? Like, <laughs> I know. Well, I kind of think, I kind of think that those like weekends away that we try, we try really hard for them to be the special thing, but really they're kind of awkward. And if they're, they're sort of forced sometimes, and so then the mom feels weird and the daughter feels weird. You know, I think it depends on the relationship too between the mother and the daughter, right? I mean, that you know, what kind of a family do you have? Some families never talk about it. Some families, it's very, it's a very open discussion. In our house, I would say it's a relatively open topic around here because I talk about the culture all the time. Mm -hmm. So in our home, 
we're talking about this. It's not that, you know, for me, it totally works to wait until my di- my child has a more detailed question and then I'll answer the questions as they arise. But those questions are, they're pretty normal in my house. But if they're not, man, it can be a real a hard thing to learn how to bring it up. So you've got a really cool, so for the mom who's saying, okay, my daughter is eight years old mm-hmm. and I'm sweating just thinking about this. And I know that, you know, pretty soon I'm going to start talking to her about puberty and I'm going to have to talk to her about her period and I just don't want to do it. How yeah. do you talk to the mom who's, because I want to kind of work through the stages with you, but how do you talk to a mom whose child is eight years old or right around there? My younger daughter did start asking questions when she was eight. And, um, and so I tried to do it right, you know, and I tried to give her the right amount of information. And I remember, um, right after I told her what sex was, she gave me a hug and she said, Oh, mommy, I am so sorry you had to do that with daddy, but thank you for doing it anyway so that you have me. And I thought, okay, I didn't do a very good job of that. Last, um, last summer, my daughters who are now, uh, 23 and 20, we were talking about this phase in our lives because I got much better when they got older. Like by the time they were 13, 14, I was really good. I was writing books on sex. All, a lot of my boundaries came down and I could just talk right. about everything. And so, and so we're, we're very open now. I just wasn't at the time. It was very uncomfortable. And we started talking about all the things I did wrong. And the girl said, you know, it would have been so much better was just to have heard it from more like an older sister or someone like me, you know? And, and so that's what we did. We created this really cool video series where my girls and my youngest Katie has a big YouTube channel. So she probably already talks to your Christian girls anyway. Um, but they're the ones who explain what your period is, what sex is, what a tampon is, you know, how to date all this. And then there's discussion questions that the moms can use with the daughter. So it's not like a replacement for moms, but it's a really good resource that makes it a lot less awkward. (laughs) Well, and I think it's important for, uh, for moms to be involved in the process. I mean, we don't want this to be an awkward conversation, you know, I mean, and, and, you know, can we just, we'll just be honest. There, there's a certain amount of awkwardness to it just by, you know, by virtue of the fact that we're talking about sex and puberty to kids who are like, what? Yeah. And, and girls hit puberty so young now. And it's just like, it's your little girl and you don't want to think about her bleeding. Like, it's just kind of icky, you know? And, and I think that, that kids, it is awkward and we can't get away from that awkwardness entirely. And that's okay. I don't think that we need to feel guilty about that. But the cool thing is that the more you can just talk about it, despite the awkwardness, the more they'll talk to you about it too. Right. So let's say that now we're talking about a mom who hasn't hasn't said one. I they've never talked about this. this. Is the family that just like we don't talk about that stuff? It's really awkward. We're really careful about what you know what conversations come up at the dinner table. And her daughter is you know twelve going on thirteen. What do you say to her? Okay, well I hope that you have had some conversations because the average age of you know your period is twelve or thirteen, and girls really need to know about this stuff by ten. They really do because the thing is their friends will be going through it, and. Um, My husband's a pediatrician and basically the way that you can tell if your daughter is hitting puberty is the very, one of the very first things that'll happen is she gets what, what's called breast buds in it. My girls call them cone. Oh, I remember them. Oh no, I remember. Don't remind me. They call them cone boobs because it looks like, and they hurt. Yes, they do. And it's about a year and a half after that, that a child gets her period. And so, 
by the time she gets that, you really need to be talking to her about her period just so that she's ready. And also her friends are going to be going through it. And I'll tell you, it's a whole lot easier to talk about your period if you've used anatomically correct words as they've been growing up. You know, like, don't call it your hoo-ha or <laughs> whatever. Right. Like, you know, it is a vagina. And so the more we can say that when they're three and four, you know, the better it's going to be when they hit 10. Well, I, I want to know, so... I and I hear what you're saying, but I really still I want to talk directly to the mom who's like, I have never had this conversation with my daughter. And now she's 13. How does she tenderly walk her way into this? Because she's I don't want the I, don't, I know there's going to be a lot of moms listening to this who've never had that conversation, but it's kind of too late to roll back the clock. So yeah. how how does she how how can a mom step into this conversation with her daughter in the, in the most tender way that she can, but still have an honest conversation. What do you say to that mom? I think you need to, first of all, if you've not, never talked about this, you need to apologize to your daughter because she's probably pretty confused. And you just need to say, you know what, sweetie, I've had a hard time talking to you about this because I'm embarrassed and I shouldn't be embarrassed. I really shouldn't be because you are wonderful and God created you just as you are and you are good and being a woman is a good thing. And I'm sorry if I've let my issues get in the way of that, <laughs> but I want to talk about this because I want to do better and we can do better. And I think that's yeah. an important thing to say because, yeah. you know, girls already know by the time they're 13, they know what sex is, even if you haven't really told them. Um, they do know because their friends are talking about it. And it is so important that they hear it from you. You know, um, and one of the things that we really do in the course is we tie in what sex and your period has to do with each other. Because I don't think girls always understand that. You know, like, why did God make me bleed once a month? That seems really unfair. But if you can understand that it's just your body getting ready, you know, to have a baby. And then when you don't get pregnant, you bleed. Like, it helps them to understand what's going on. And so those conversations about sex and your period really have to come at the same time. It's difficult to see. You really, if you separate them, you're going to confuse your daughter. I think it's really important too. And one of the mistakes that um, I've seen parents make over and over, and this certainly was the case in my house growing up, uh, when, when your child does ask the question, if the mom's not ready, she can sort of freak out or be like, oh, can we talk about that later? Or, you know, if, if your daughter, this has happened to me. Actually, this just happened to me this last weekend with my um, seven-year-old <laughs> because we were in Florida. And she asked me a really, uh, she asked me a really important question, but we were in the wrong place to answer it. Like there was no way I, I could stop what I was doing right at that moment and address her 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 question. So I just kind of got down eye level with her and I said, sweetheart, that is such a good question. And mama really wants to talk to you about that. We'll do it later on this evening when I'm not around a bunch of people. And she was like, okay. And she was fine. And then we picked it up later. But what do you, I mean, is that, is that kind of a good way to handle it? What do you do when the moms aren't ready? Or maybe she just needs 15 minutes to collect herself, right? It's okay for her to say, that is a really good question. How about we go sit on the couch? And then she can go and, you know, wash her face, <laughs> splash her face with cold water, whatever it is she needs to do. Because we don't want our kids to feel ashamed for asking the questions. I think it's really important that these moms know that I want, just like you, I want my kids to see sex as a good thing. It's the world that's perverting sex. God's not doing that. And so talking to them in a way that makes them feel like, thank you for asking me that important question. It's a good question. Yeah, I think honesty is always the best policy. Absolutely. So if you're feeling awkward, if you think, okay, I do want to answer this, but I just need a moment to collect myself, it's totally okay to say that to your child. 
Your child knows how you're feeling. They can tell. You know, if you're feeling awkward, they know you feel awkward. And to pretend that you don't kind of makes it worse. So you know, I think to say to your child, you know what, that's a really important question. And I have something really important to tell you. And it's, it's kind of weird. And I'm going to feel weird about it. But I shouldn't. <laughs> and so this is on mom. But what I want you to know is this and then tell them what you want them to know. But I don't think that we need to pretend that we're feeling something that we're not. I think the more honest we are with our kid. And if we can say, you know what, I, I'm awkward. I feel awkward about this because I wasn't told properly. And so I want to tell you properly so that you don't feel awkward. Yeah. And I think, yeah, and I think it's important for moms to know, you know, so many women, and I know this was certainly the case with me. I didn't grow up in a home where we were talking about this very openly, or it just got addressed in school. And frankly, I think that's the worst place. And the public schools in particular are doing a terrible job of talking about sex with their kids, which is why I really like uh, that your daughters have have created a video uh, series to talk about puberty, because what's happening, and I've been talking about this on the podcast for a long time, is the schools are introducing puberty to their to our children, but they're doing it in such an ungodly and frankly, um, it, it's border to me, it's borderline abusive because they're lying to our kids about what's good and what's not good. And so parents need to understand if it doesn't come from you, if the parent, if you want to be the your child's first line of defense for truth, particularly where it comes to their sexuality. Um, they, they've got to hear it from you because they will hear it from the world and they're going to go to the library. I just got a, an email this morning from a mom who lives uh, in, the, in the Midwest and she her daughter came home from the library with a book about a boy who's wearing a dress and she'd never talked with her daughter about sex. She has no idea and she brings this book to her mom at seven years old and she's like, what's going on? Well, now we're having an even harder conversation uh, because she doesn't have those building blocks. So um, you when you talk to mothers, I mean, is that you You kind of are you kind of track with me or do you have kind of a different perspective? I'll let you respond to that. Yeah, I, I the thing that I talk about the most in my own ministry is sex, Right, I am the Christian sex lady. So, so I know, right? So we talk about sex a lot. And, um, and so it's and so I get talking to women about how awkward they feel about it. Cause that's, that's the, our biggest hang up in the bedroom is that we do feel awkward about it. We do feel so much shame, even though we shouldn't because God did create it. And a lot of that shame, honestly, is put on us by the world. Like, I think that there's this misnomer that it's always because our parents messed up. And I'm not sure that it is at all. I think it's that um, as women, we're made to feel like there's something inherently wrong with our bodies from the time we're small, right? Like we get that message that we're not good enough, we're not pretty enough. And so we already feel like there's something wrong with our bodies. And then our bodies start doing really strange things at puberty. And especially if you're one of these girls who develops early, you know, that is really difficult to be the only 11-year-old girl in your class who needs a major bra, <laughs> And it can just add a lot of shame. And it isn't, like I said, it's not necessarily because the mom does it badly. Sometimes it's just our culture that we live in. And so the more we can affirm our daughters and tell them, I understand what you're going through. This, you know, this is an awkward stage and this is a hard stage, but I need to tell you that God really does have a good plan for this. <laughs> and, you know, it is a really cool thing to be a woman and just keep telling her how cool it is to be a woman and do fun women things with her, you know, have fun buying her first bra, go get your nails done. Or if you can't afford that, buy some nice nail polish and do it yourself, you know, <laughs> but 
but, but have fun being a woman and celebrating this with her. Um, but just be mindful that a lot of the awkwardness is just kind of natural and push through it because it really is okay. I love that. I love that you just, you know, it is, it is natural. That's what I, you know, I've had this conversation, you know, a couple of my daughters are grown now and uh, I really only have one that's pre-puberty now that's left. And that poor girl, because all of her (laughs) sisters, I mean, she has pretty much heard it all, (laughs) you know, not well, she hasn't heard it all, but she's heard a lot. She's heard certainly more than her 27 year old sister heard when she was seven. Uh, and I think, boy, the more we can just make this a beautiful conversation. I was, uh, I was watching a video. Actually, I, I played this video at the MomStrong conference a lot. This mom kind of going through the different seasons of motherhood. And at one point, I mean, there's lots of different things that happen with her children, with her husband. So it's kind of taking her through the course of several years of parenting. So you're just seeing like 15 second snapshots, right? And so you see her out in the back in the backyard and she's on the swing set with her daughter and her daughter's hanging upside down. You know, the mom's talking on, you know, sitting on one swing and the daughter's on like the the bar swing next to her. And she says, so in the future, we'll just refer to it as the monthly visitor. And her daughter gets her, her eyes get really big and she falls off of her swing. It's so funny, <laughs> you know, and all of the moms can relate because it's such a precious thing to see this mom trying really hard you know, to have this conversation with her daughter. And I thought, what a beautiful picture of, uh, of what it's really like. You can see this mom, lo- she loves her daughter. And I think that's where moms need to know, listen, this is a love thing. It's a love thing. It, you're loving your daughter by telling her the truth. You're loving her by helping her feel beautiful before the world has a chance to get in there and mess it up. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that we cover in the course too is, that puberty does happen at all different ages for girls. You know, for some girls, they're going to hit puberty at nine. Other ones aren't going to hit till 14. And sometimes hitting at 14 is harder than hitting at nine because... Oh, I I think it totally is. I actually, I think it is. I mean, I was one of those girls. I didn't hit it till I was 14. And I seriously thought something was wrong with me. I thought I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to have babies. All my friends, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, um, you know, this is a conversation that needs to start young, but we also need to constantly be affirming our daughters that, you know, they are, God made them precious and God made their bodies exactly the way they are. And there is nothing wrong with them, whether they develop early or late or anything like that. Um, in fact, hey, if they develop late, they probably have less chance of breast cancer in the long run. So that might be a good thing. But Right, right on. <laughs> There's a, there's a fun fact for you. So you guys have, so your daughters have done this course, how to talk to your daughter about puberty. What yeah. exactly are, what do you get, what are you guys covering in the course? So the parents who are sitting there listening going, that's what I need. What can they expect? So there's five modules and in each module, there's about five videos that aren't that long. They're like four minutes maybe. And it's my girls telling your girls all about this stuff. And then, like I said, there's discussion questions, there's activities you can do with your daughter. There's lots of fun things so that you are part of the process. It doesn't replace you. But we cover, you know, what sex is, what your period is and how to handle it, um, personal hygiene. So you got to have a shower and wash your hair now, you know, (laughs) right how to shave, like all of that sort of thing, Um, how to handle boys and how to handle peer pressure and social media and all of that. So the things that the girls are really thinking through, and it's divided into two age groups. So we've got ages 10 to 12 or 9 to 11, however, whatever age your daughter is when you need to tell her about her period. And then more like 13 to 15 when they're 
they have had their period, they are wearing the bra, they're, they're more mature, and it's just more information on all of this stuff and looking more deeply into relationships and boys and how to make good choices. So we do divide that out because the first, the first age group, we're really focused more on facts. And in the second age group, we're really focused more on now it's time to make a decision about how you're going to act. Because I really think if you stress purity when they're 10, <laughs> it doesn't, it, it can backfire. You know, let's talk more about how to make those decisions once they've started to have sexual feelings, which often is, is more like 12, 13. Um, you know, because we don't want girls to feel badly about sex because it is a beautiful thing. And so let's do things in the right order. <laughs> I think that's really good. So I want to be really clear for people who are listening. You are talking about intercourse in these videos, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes, my you, you, your daughter will hear it from my daughter who's going to explain how to make babies and what the fallopian tubes are and everything. <laughs> but, right. Yeah. And is that happening in both of the, in the 9 to 11 and the 13 to 15? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right on. I just don't, I want the moms to understand this is what you're getting. <laughs> Cuz I think you don't have to do it, but you you get to there's discussion questions so that you make sure that your daughter understands it all. <laughs> I love it. Well, I will definitely link back to it. it's called how to talk to your daughter. About yeah, people, is that the name? Or it's called the whole story, right? Story, and I will do a coupon code, um, busy mom. Just type in busy mom, and you will get thirty dollars off the lifetime subscription that you can use for all of your daughters, all different age groups. Oh, I love that. So those of you who have a bunch of daughters, um, this is for you. You guys are going to love this. Uh, Sheila's daughters are your friend, and you will thank them for the rest of your natural life. So. <laughs> Uh, I love that. So Sheila, thank you so much for coming on the show today and um, helping us kind of talk about this difficult topic. And I, I love that you're so open about it. And I'm, I'm really, you know, it is my heart. And we talk about this all the time on the podcast. I would love to see Christians come back into the culture and come back into the culture and represent it the way that God would have us represent it. And one of the main areas that we need to start doing that again is the area of sex. So thank you so much for what you're doing. Yeah. And I just wish I had done it better with my own girls, but now everyone else gets to benefit from my disaster. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you must not have done it too bad. It sounds like your kid's doing okay. I think it's amazing how resilient our kids are, isn't it? They are. And so let's remember that. Own your awkwardness, but tell them the truth about God. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, if you guys want more information about this course, the whole story, I will link back to it. Use the code BUSYMOM and you'll get $30 off a lifetime membership. Also, if you've got questions about Sheila and her ministry, uh, she talks about all manner of things, everything from pornography to intimacy and marriage. You guys are going to love Sheila as much as I do. I will link back to her uh, her blog and all things Sheila Gregoire at the show notes today. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Hope you guys have a fantastic weekend celebrating this first weekend in June. And I will see you back here for another episode of Mailbox Monday on the 4th of June. See you then. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.